Hello, and welcome to a special episode of the Bacon Water Podcast on Spartan Dog 97. Um, I'm joined by Lucas and Mitch, and we're joined by uh, we're joined by a very special guest, uh, Jay Gooden. Uh, Jay, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm doing very well today. How are you? Good. So we've been pretty vocal about stuff going on stuff that I think we're all passionate about that's going on in America right now. And we saw what you did yesterday at the rock and we knew that all it was unanimous that we wanted to talk to you. So thank you so much for coming on first and yeah, foremost. Thank you for having me. So my first question is, um, you know, I want, I kind of want to ask you like some of the things you're involved in on campus, you know, some of the organizations you're a part of what you, what they do and, things like that, give you a kind of, give you a kind of chance to shout them out where people can find them, things like that? Yeah, of course. So um, one of the first things that I do on campus is I'm a part of this organization called the Black Students Alliance. Um, I served on the e-board for two years, but this year I'm just a regular member because it's my senior year. So I just kind of wanted to like chill out, relax. But um, basically what BSA is, they serve as the liaison for black students to administration. So we like speak on behalf of all the black students on MSU's campus. And we're also kind of the umbrella organization for all other black organizations on campus. Um, and we kind of like, you know, fight on black students' behalf. Um, we put together different things for the black community. And, um, you know, when it's time to act, we act. So um, case in point, the, the Thing that we did at the rock yesterday that was all bsa um and we all you know unanimously unanimously came together and we we're like yeah we need to do something about this we're not okay with this excellent oh and then some other oh awesome. sorry no you're good no. no you're good keep going if you Go guys no no keep going <laughs> yeah some other organizations that i'm a part of so i'm on the i'm currently a chair for the diversity and inclusion board for um the department of theater here i'm a theater major and then um, I'm one of the student directors of Spartan Remix this year, which is a event that celebrates culture and diversity at MSU. That's awesome. You know, coming from someone who's been a part of organizations at MSU, you know, there's no shame in, in kind of being a backbencher your senior year. You know, you, you did the hard work. Now you get to enjoy it. So um, I also I kind of also wanted to wanted to know your kind of your path. To, to activism on campus, you know, was it something that when you, when you went, you know, to, I forget what they call it now, when you went to orientation at MSU, you know, I know they changed the name since I've been there, but uh, where you knew you wanted to, where you, you know you wanted to be a part of activist groups on campus, or was it something you've kind of found yourself doing along the way? So I would definitely say it's something that's been along the way. Um, I grew up in a household where my parents always taught me like the importance of being black and standing up for your blackness. So that's always like been um, a forefront, but I hadn't really gotten into activism until high school because before high school, I kind of went to, I went to public school. So it was mostly black students in the schools that I went to. Um, when I went to high school, it was a private school. And that was the first time that I was in a primarily white, you know, institution in a primarily white space and like just seeing all those microaggressions happen and like acts of racism, it definitely charged me to be able to like stand up for people and stand up for myself first and foremost and get into activism. So ever since high school, I've kind of like been on that path. We kind of had an organization in um, 
in my high school that was similar to BSA that I was a part of all four years. And, you know, it's just been a thing since high school, really. That's awesome. You know, um, pers- from, from my personal, you know, experience at, I, I kind of followed the same path you did. You know, I went to a, I went to public, I went to public grade school and then I went to a private high school and, you know, you, there's, you know, I, I was a kid, you know, I wasn't forced to kind of recognize the kind of things that you had to experience, but I did looking back on it, I did recognize some of the stuff that, that went on and it, it is kind of appalling, you know, looking back on it. So, um, you, you say that, you know, some of the, what is the, when the BSA, when you say the BSA acts on behalf of black students, you know, what is, what does that look like? Are you guys organizing events or are you guys like, you know, protesting to administration? Like, what is that, what does that entail for you? So it's, so it's all of that. So it's organizing events to bring the community together, talking about issues within our community. And then also, Um, If there's something that happens where we need to organize a protest, we'll definitely do that. Um, I can remember just, you know, just this whole year, like with um, all all the racial incidents that were happening on campus and MSU loves to like not say anything or not call something out for what it is. So that's why we're there to do that because we obviously are affected by it. So we'll organize protests. We created a 10 point plan with um, other, you know, minority groups on campus. And we'll take that to administration and we'll have like protests and do what needs to be done on, you know, black students behalf. So, yeah. When uh, you, you know, I'm trying to find the, I'm trying to find the, how the right way to ask this. When, uh, when, you know, when you say MSU isn't forthcoming about about incidents that occur on campus, I think that's something that kind of resonates with all MSU students, you know, just given how things have been, things have gone in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, have you, you know, you've only, President Stanley has only been there a short time. Have you experienced any kind of change in transparency under Stanley or is, are you still hitting the same roadblocks that you were under Angler and Luanna Simon? Um, can I cuss on here? Uh, oh yeah, no, go ahead. Say whatever the <laughs> fuck you want. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, I, I think it's honestly like the same shit, but just a different president. I feel like a lot of it goes into too, like, you know, like the people that are around him, like, though that is still the staff that was working with Engler, the same staff that was working with Simon. So it's like one person can only do so much, but it's the people around him. And I don't think he's like really, uh, you know, gone into looking too much into that. Like even the board of trustees, like most of the board of trustees are white men, white straight men. So it's like, you're gonna, that's what is going to be reflected when it's coming to different issues and like reacting and having a response and people not like changing. So Mitch, you want to give her another shot? I'm thinking you just asked the question I was going to ask for based oh. upon his answer. Okay. Um, excellent. I, I guess I gotta, I guess I gotta edit more. So oh, we're caught up. <laughs> so, um, when you, when you go to administration, you know, who are the people, who are the people you're most in contact with? 
Um, I would say, and also like, it's not just me. So I, I don't want to take all of the credit. Well, of so course, like it's, the, it's mostly um the president and the vice president and like the student advisors. Um, the current president right now of BSA is um Sharon Reed Davis. Um, she's the current president. The vice president is Kenneth Franklin, and they'll have meetings with the president. So like, they have meetings with the other cores and cops groups and cores and cops. CORE stands for the uh, Council of Racial and Ethnic Students, and COP stands for the Council of Progressive Students. So all of those organizations, they have um, monthly president meetings with President Stanley. And then if they're not meeting with Stanley, they're meeting with Dr. Frazier, who I think is the vice president of, um, uh, I can't think of it now, like student life or something like that, and then, or Dr. Maybank. Um, so those are like the main three that I know of that I've actually like, you know, now am i good yeah you're good mitch uh, okay um so now i i know stanley's in the process of trying to hire a new vice president of um what was it like uh racial equity and inclusion or or something something like that um you have you guys had a seat at, at the table with that have you had input on that at all or um, so like I said before, I'm not really on the board anymore. So like, I, I'm not sure. Okay. Um, I would hope that they do, though. I feel like it's really important for um, whoever they pick, especially with that, that they listen to Corps and Cops, just because, you know, this, we are responsible for like, you know, um, advocating for these students, um, our constituents, like we're responsible for that. So it's definitely important to listen to our voice because we're the voice for them, for the constituents. Um, and I think it's, you know, it's really important for, um, I lost my train of thought. Uh, but yeah, I would just say, yeah, it's very important for them to listen to the students because it's who, that's who is mainly affected by whoever they choose. Now, um, I, I wanted to ask about this, this semester, you know, there was kind of a last minute kind of yanking of yanking of the string in terms of moving classes online. And we kind of knew that this was going to happen sooner rather than later. You know, I think we could all, we could all have seen this coming. Um, what are, you know, are you, is the BSA kind of um, helping students try to secure housing in East Lansing, you know, try to get, try to get, you know, alternate living situations up there just so they, just so there's like a space or, you know, or are you, you know, or how has that changed? I guess the question I want to ask is, how is that, how has COVID kind of changed the, the way BSA organizes events and how they meet and how they, how they get in touch with administration? Mm -hmm. So yeah, like I, was, I keep saying this, but um, so I'm not on the board. So it's of like, course, I'm so, I, like a direct like, oh, like this is exactly what they're doing. But I know like a lot of things that they've been trying to do, they've been trying to like work on online initiatives. One thing that we do every year um, is the Black Power Rally, which is a celebration of our Black culture that is kind of like a, um, it's like a showcase. It's there's acting, singing and stuff. And I know that that's been transitioned to online. So I think it's a lot of different things like that. But BSA is also always like sharing resources to different things. I think I saw somewhere that they were like doing like a, they were sending something about housing. I don't know what it is for sure, but it's definitely on their page. Um, and their page is at MSU underscore BSA. 
on Instagram. So that's where you can find them and find all the resources and information that they have. That's excellent. We'll be sure to include that in our podcast description when we, when we tweet out the pod and stuff. So um, I kind of, this is the other big thing I wanted to ask. I wanted to ask you when, you know, I think I can, I can say for a fact that all three of us are, are supportive of what the BSA does, what the wider Black Lives Movement is trying to do. But what we want to know is how can we be better and more effective allies? Okay. That's what. Uh, okay. Um, to be completely honest, I think that, I don't know. I think one thing that you can do is to stop asking that question. Cause I think you guys already know, like you have the resources. So I think the best tool is education. Um, I feel like a lot of the times, um, people that are not oppressed look to the oppressed on like, how do you guys stop oppressing us? And it's like, there's information out there for people to get. So I love to tell people like, just go and educate yourself. A lot of this stuff is like a simple Google search. And it's like, it's not like, any like privileged or classified information that I have like that, to, that I had to do to get the information. I literally looked up stuff. I've gone through some things as ex through experience. So that's just one way I would just say, don't like always like lean on people to color to be the savior of like how to not oppress them. If that makes sense. No, that does, that does make sense. And you know, I don't, I, I didn't want to come off as like, Oh no, you're not. I, I know you're not. Okay. I just, I just want to put that, put that out there. Yeah, no, you're, no. you're good, man. That was, yeah, that, that's kind of what um, I was looking for. And, you know, that's something that I, uh, that I definitely, you know, tried, tried to do during, during COVID is try to educate myself and, you know, I'm always trying to learn. So I definitely agree that, that education is the way forward. So. Um, oh, and then, oh, I was going to say one more thing too. Of course. Um, and this is also just very bare minimum um silence is very telling like when you don't say anything that's very telling um so if there is something that is going on and you don't speak up like that's not being a good ally i feel like allies need to speak up when something is wrong allies need to speak up for people even when we're not in the room like when black people are not in a room and like it's all white people and there's somebody being discriminated against a good ally is going to stand up and speak up for what is right no matter what. So, yeah. No, and that's something that, that's something that I've been, that, that, you know, I don't, I don't want to make this all about me, but Mitch, I know you were going to ask a question. Go ahead. Oh, I wasn't going to ask anything. I was going to say, if you check our, uh, if you check our Twitter timeline, we're definitely don't have any problems speaking up when, uh, when people want to come at us for even just saying something as simple as black lives matter. Like, um, you know, obviously, you know, uh, follower count on Twitter doesn't matter, but like we've been pretty vocal with it. And like, we have been watching our follower count go up and down based upon like what we tweet. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's like, if we lose a follower because we tweet something as simple as, you know, black lives matter, we're just like, okay, well, we don't really need you to consume our content anyway. Like, yeah, we don't want you. That's yeah, fine. I don't. Yeah, I don't give a fuck if four people it's, listen to this podcast. But if it's it's quality over quantity, in exactly. my opinion, with, with shit like that. So, 
I guess the the other the other big thing I kind of wanted to ask you, Jay, is um, is you know now that you've been kind of on this path of activism, is this something that you're that you're planning on kind of doing after after college? I mean, I, I don't want to like I don't want to act like a family member on Thanksgiving. You know, it's like, what are you doing with your? <laughs> so, what are your plans? <laughs> Um, I would definitely say, yeah, like, I feel like this is something that is going to be for the rest of my life. Um, I feel like, you know, it's my, it's kind of like my responsibility to carry on the torch that my ancestors passed to me. I have to carry that on for the next generation and make that better for them. I, um, always go by the quote and my parents have always instilled this in me. And it's when you know better, you do better. So it's like, now that I have all this information, like I need to, actively be speaking up i need to actively be the change that i want to see like don't speak about it but be about it um so of course it's definitely going to be part of my for the rest of my life my my hope is that you don't have to uh pass that torch and we just fix this sooner rather than later Mm -hmm. well i also realized too um like that's really hopeful and i and i really like that some sometimes i feel like that but i also like have to like keep in mind the reality of things are not gonna happen overnight it's gonna take process and like we have to like i don't know we have to act as if like we're somebody else's ancestor too like i'm somebody's ancestor so it's like i'm going to make it that much better for the next generation yeah and it's you know I feel like over time, like what you're saying, it's going to get better, but I feel like we need to definitely do stuff step by step. And then as it goes on, because I I don't think, I feel like there's some things that we could solve overnight, but like, as far as like, when you're in a country that has racism embedded in the DNA and like embedded in all the systems, a part of that country, that's not something that's going to be overnight. Like it's going to take time. And I feel like we need to definitely deconstruct instead of reforming the system because you, when you reform the system, the racism is going to just get reformed right along with it. You got to deconstruct and like get rid of shit that doesn't benefit anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's one of the, one of the hardest lessons I think I've had to learn on my path is like they teach, they teach history in such a way that they make everything seem like so long ago, right? Everything's so Mm -hmm. distant. And when you actually like interrogate history and look at it on a, and look at it on a level separate from what you're taught in school, you realize that everything is so like on the scale of all of time, like recent history, the battle, you know, American history is a sliver of a sliver of a sliver. Mm -hmm. And when you look at where we were to where we are now, I mean, I think, I think the biggest thing I've learned was that, you know, this kind of, this kind of fight is a fight of inches and that you're not just gonna, you're not just gonna break off a massive run. You know, sometimes you're just gonna have to, sometimes you're just gonna, you know, football analogy, you're just gonna have to run it up the middle and just hope you, hope you fall forward, you know? It, it's always, it's just wild to me to think about stuff like, um, I had to, I had to look it up just to make sure like MLK would be 91 today. Right. Or like right now, like it's not that, you know, like we're a generation barely removed from segregation. Exactly. Like it, 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 and unfortunately, you know, history, especially history books are written by the winners 
quote exactly. unquote. I was just gonna say that you said yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, History yeah, is so. written by the victors, so it's like you have to definitely investigate things and see like a lot of stuff is lost and there's a lot of stuff that just we will never know just because history has been a art my history especially has been erased i think about all the time like how it's a privilege to like know where you come from like i know part of where i come from but like a lot of where i come from is lost because of you know slavery and because of some of my ancestors being like you know switched around like i have no direct route to know where i come from and just realizing that that's a privilege to like know that and have that I think I think the best example of, you know, history being lost is most people learning about the Black Wall Street massacre from an HBO show. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and other people don't know some most people still don't know that there there has been a successful coup de, coup d'etat in in America in 1898. Mm-hmm. in North Carolina and it's just it's crazy that people just don't it just gone like no one knows so yeah no. I agree with you that that as someone who wants to wants to st- is studying history has studied history wants to teach history that's something that that more people definitely need to learn is that I feel like history is just names and dates and not mm-hmm. stories of and not stories of you know, not just stories of people and struggle and liberation and oppression. You know, that's more, that's way more important to learn about than who, who was the general of this battle on this date. Exactly. I, I completely agree. It's also mm-hmm. white, whitewashed all hell. Oh yeah. That too. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jay, uh, thank you so much for coming on. Um, it's been a pleasure talking to you and, yeah. you know, to see, the kind of thing that that you're only a few years younger than me, but to see the things that, you know, you guys are doing that other students at MSU are doing, it just makes me feel so, so lucky to be a part of this Spartan community. And, you know, knowing that there are people there who are fighting the good fight, just it, it, it makes me so happy that I chose to go to MSU. So thank you. Yeah, no problem. I yeah, thanks, man leave off on a couple of um words i just want to say go vote make sure that you vote um if you're going to do an absentee ballot order it tonight because you know trump and this postal service stuff like you (laughs) never know what could happen so make sure that your voice is heard go and vote um i also have a youtube channel too um that if people want to check it out they can it's called jtube so that's j-a-y-t-u-b-e all caps on youtube i just posted a video today actually so um Make <laughs> sure I to... like, yeah I, I oh sorry no yeah i kind of um, like talk about like a lot of stuff like in my life so like there's definitely a lot of activism on my channel there's like fun stuff too and um Black Lives Matter. That's what I want to end that with. Yeah. Excellent. Make sure, make sure you DM us that link so we can yeah. add it to the uh, description. Yeah, yeah, I'll do it right now. Okay, excellent. Um, guys, thank you for, for joining us today. Um, thank you for listening. Um, like, like Jay said, vote, make your voice heard. Black Lives Matter. Guys, go green. Go white. Go, go white.